Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. You've heard it said, he's a diamond in the rough. Or maybe, diamonds are forever. Here's something else I've learned about diamonds. They're just pieces of coal put under pressure for a long, long, long time. So when I start feeling like I want to give up, I think about that little piece of coal. And if that piece of coal can make something of itself by not giving up, so can I. Persistence is in you. From PassItOn.com. KLP Aftermath with your host Kennedy Lucas brings out all the stops. Tune in to KLP Aftermath as we have stories, reviews, current events, and even our famous segment, Elephants in the Room. Inspired by the Breakfast Club's Donkey of the Day, KLP Aftermath with your host Kennedy Lucas streams on Atlanta's number one radio station, Swanky 93.3 and the Heat's 94.6. Radio stations. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. He went without food, not to lose weight, but to help people lose generations of hate. While many around him rose up with violence, he sat down for peace. When others used religion as an excuse for war, he used it to remind them of love. Mahatma Gandhi made the world a far better place by reaching out with the strength he cultivated within his soul. Soul is in you. Now pass it on from passiton.com. Hey, Lucas Nation fans, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP Aftermath Season 6 with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. And it feels so good to be back here in the studio with you, Simone, as well. My co-host for the show, ladies and gentlemen, is May 16th. Hopefully you guys are ready for another exciting podcast today. It's a wonderful, wonderful Tuesday. Hopefully you guys are having a glorious day for sure, you know, you know, we we halfway, almost halfway done with May, right? Halfway done with May. Um, I do want to say real quick, Simone, because I know I got to get your intro in here as well. Um, happy, well, it's kind of belated now because it's two days ago, but, you know, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there um, that celebrated Mother's Day this past Sunday. Uh, I surprised my mom, Simone, and... You know, she I was stuck doing some work and, you know, you know, she thought I wasn't going to make it. Um, We went to a nice uh, Mexican spot, La Perella, in the Dunwoody area. 
because she loves Mexican food. She really enjoys Mexican uh, food and ended up popping up and surprising her with her and my sister for Mother's Day. So uh, to everybody out there, I truly, I truly hope everybody have had a fantastic, and I do, I do mean this, Simone, a fantastic Mother's Day for sure. Simone, it's Tuesday. We've got a lot to talk about, but first, how are you? What's going on? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's your girl, Simone Teagues and Kennedy. I'm good. Blessed, highly favored, excited. You know, it's the summertime. We're getting ready to get it in. We've got some things coming up. Uh, a lot of dates coming up. So I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. It's good to be back in the studio with you, of course, to do another exciting uh, podcast. Uh, you know, I love it. I love the last episode we did was really, really good. A lot of people loved it. I caught you on your amp show and your amp show is, is hitting some views now. I saw I peeped your TikTok. You got over 3000 views on this snippet you cut for your TikTok. Now, I'm not I'm not stalking you because, you know, Monica would be on my ass if I was stalking you. But you got something with that show and I tuned in. So it was, it was, very, it was very, very, very nice to have extra content. Um, for you, Kennedy, for sure. Uh, you know, it's been good. It's been really, really good for you on your end. Oh, happy belated birthday, by the way, Kennedy. Uh, if we didn't express that enough on the show, happy belated birthday. Thank you, Simone. I really appreciate that. Uh, it's It's been a good weekend. Uh, you know, Mother's Day, birthday, the Big 27. It, it's been a, a fantastic, great weekend. Um, you know, it, it's always a, a, a sad thing when your weekend is, is pretty much done, you know, and I get like this every time, Simone, when your your weekend is pretty much done and you have a full week of work that you got to do um, and you got to really get back into the office for the week. I get kind of sad about it. But, you know, I'm not so sad because it's the summertime. It's an easy summertime. Uh, very, very exciting for sure when it comes down to the summertime because I've got a lot of things planned for the summertime for sure. Um, so, yeah, it's good to hear that you're doing well. Glad to have you, of course, always on the show now. Simone, we got to talk about it. Now, this has been the topic of conversation for the latest, and this is more semi, semi for our hip-hop news. I feel like with our show, we, we talk a little bit more about hip-hop news and trendy news nowadays, which I kind of like the direction. Now, we got to talk about Mr. Omari Hardwick. Ghost! I feel bad because I listened to the segment from the breakfast club that they received uh news and they they you know we, we study from them simone when it comes to podcasting and radio but i wanted to talk about this this certain thing on the show simply because this is a very interesting dynamic right um so amari hardwick if you guys know he plays james ghost in quotation saint patrick from the hit show power um love the character i you know I love James St. Patrick. I love Ghost. I love the character in the in the show. That that's the main character, obviously, and I just love it. I really love the show Power. Um, I'm trying to branch out to all of the extensions of the show. Um, I just got to get into that to it, Simone, because I know you know you got Power Book One and Two, and then you got Tommy's little spinoff type of show. So I really got to get into it. And Raising Canaan is another show spinoff from Power. So Fifty's onto something. But this was very, very interesting with the latest story that came out a couple of days ago. Now, Amari Hardwick may not be completely done playing his popular role, Simone. Uh, the sexy power character, uh, James Go St. Patrick, 
Even though the character died during the show's final season, producers of the Power Universe want to bring him back to life. I'm very interested how they're going to do that, Simone. How are they going to bring him back to life? And I'm sure with the networks, they're going to, you know, networks, they try to get very creative. You know, very, very creative when it comes to reviving a character because that's the, the, the hit um, character that everybody loved. I got really sad and I knew that James St. Patrick was going to die in the final season because obviously it's the final season. A lot of shows are really doing that now where when you're in the final season and you won't get renewed, you have to start killing off people, right? That's just how it goes nowadays. So I'm very interested to see how they're going to do it. Now, it would just have to be the perfect thing. And they asked me to come back. They asked me in the in the last year and I have to come back. Harwood told the Associated Press. Harwick, which is now 49, revealed that in addition to an excellent uh, plot, to, uh, excuse me, plot for the role of Ghost, he would need the right money for the opportunity. Here's where the spiciness comes in, Simone, because it's been said, and he said it, that he was underpaid for his role of Ghost. Very, very interesting because. I'm going to play naive here because honestly, I thought he was getting paid the right amount. I really thought he was. Um, Yes, you're going to have to pay him because Amari Hardwick, even though, and I know he hates this because he, I remember we watched the Breakfast Club's review or interview with him and he, he felt a type of way when everybody know him just from power, right? Because he is an amazing actor right we've seen him in for color girls he was in this movie with megan good that movie was really good i saw that it was kind of like a kind of like an indie film but not really it was like a of course obviously hit the theaters but it was a little bit more of an indie type film um he's been doing a lot of work with uh tank shout out to tank um i wonder if he's gonna be on the r&b money podcast simone because honestly you know that's tank's boy in a good way uh, so, very, very interesting that he didn't get paid the, the right amount. It's been said that at first he was getting paid $100,000, or I'm thinking it's $100,000 or $150,000 per episode. Um, and I want to kind of spin this off to our fan base out there. If you were a lead star in a role, would you take $150,000 per episode? Now, if you ask me, yes. If I've and I've been in the lead role in my own movies, right? Obviously, but if if let's say Netflix and stars, will you stars say, "Hey, Kennedy, we saw your film. We want you to come in and act, and you're the lead role. We're gonna pay you one hundred and fifty thousand dollars per episode." Absolutely, I will slap on that. I will take it, right? Because for a lot of people, it's you know, it's money. And the way I answer that too, and I say yes, because I'm an expiring director and actor, right? I can't say, well, maybe I can say this, Simone, because I am on a big, uh, a big network, uh, Amazon Prime and Tubi. Those are pretty large networks, I like to say. But, you know, I'm not on Netflix quite just yet. I'm not on Hulu quite just yet. We'll get there. Definitely we'll get there. But we're not there yet. So for me, I would say, yes, I will take this money. But to a lot of people who have been up, and Amari Hardwick, he's up, up. He's in his bag. He wants to get paid. How uh, we wants to get paid what he deserves. 
I think the networks will, will pull some strings if they really, really want this. A lot of people, and I don't know, I'm going to leave this up to our, our audience here this morning, uh, Simone, because a lot of people blame 50, right? Um, here's my take on that. Again, I'm playing naive. I'm, I'm playing devil, devil's advocate here. I don't think it's solely 50 Cent's fault, honestly, because even though 50 Cent was the executive producer for power he also had to respond to other producers and other investors from the stars network right he has to any producer if you got more producers on your team it's a team effort to make sure that everybody gets respected and and have a a say so ahead of the table simone having a say so right obviously we all know Simone you've been a producer on one of my films before you know when there's producers at the KLP entertainment table we have to hear every producer out and we have to come to a concise decision it's not if I'm directing a movie and I'm a producer I might have an executive producer right I might have a co-producer they're putting up money up front for my projects I have to listen to them and that's what I think, and this is just my assumption, guys. That's where I think this lies is simply because 50 Cent has to respond to his other investors for the show. He has to. So I'm not understanding the, the concept of let's blame 50 Cent why Amari Hardwick have, wasn't paid uh, the, the necessary dollars that he deserved. Honestly, yeah, he does deserve a lot more because he played Ghost James St. Patrick. He played that role phenomenally, in my opinion. I think every actor did really well, but Amari Hartwick portrayed that hustler, father figure, drug dealer, club owner. Like, he really played that role out really well. And, uh, Mr. Hartwick, I'm sorry to say, when I see you or when I meet you, I might be like, oh, that's Ghost, right? It's a habit. I'm sorry. I'm a, We're going to have to be like that because you played, in my opinion, a, more, a very powerful role. Um, that's just that's just how I feel. I know a lot of people have a lot of opinions about it. Um, this is very very interesting. Do we need to see another power reboot? I would love to, right? I, I wouldn't mind seeing this this role. Now he's currently starring alongside Jennifer Lopez's uh, Netflix movie, The Mother, which I do have to watch. That Simone. While the film was in production, Hardwick said he was approached by stars and Fifty Cent led show to come back. I'm very interested if they do try to come back how this will impact right how far will this go um how creatively can they write a man for him to be coming back as from the dead or maybe they're gonna do some flashbacks and have him act and do some scenes some flashback scenes i'm very interested i don't know i really want to know how they're going to pull this out um but let's guys stars stars if you listening to you know you got millions you can pay him you pay him what he's deserved if, if you really want him to come back and really want the brand because i remember i want to say 2014 2015 when, when power came out everybody was talking about it everybody was podcasting about it everybody was talking about this show i still talk about it in the show been over i still watch the reruns of all the episodes because it's just that good so honestly stars is gonna pay what they need to pay if that's gonna help have have them back into the season so uh we're gonna we're gonna track that story more simone for sure definitely kennedy i really want to see amari hardwood come back as ghost as well i think it would be very very interesting 
And it will probably kick off this the whole um, conglomerate of the Power franchise because, you know, you had Power to be such a success. And then I want to say Power Book 1 came out and then Raising Canaan. And then it started to lose some of its creative flow. And I do agree with you. 50 Cent does have to answer to um, producers, but it is been, uh, I think we might have missed this too, that 50 Cent, will no longer you know work with stars um because 50 cent said that he was going through some some stuff with them as well they didn't like how uh they they gypped him out of money as well as a executive producer and we saw him on instagram and social media say hey i'm done with stars so there's a way creatively if if you take the franchise from stars and another network picks this up then that's a whole nother network there's a whole nother money there's a whole nother catalog right then and there to really rebuild uh the power franchise so um i look forward to it i we'll have to see what happens for sure now kennedy i've got a gripe session right now this is the the, the uh tea with simone teens the tea with simone teens for short this is the tea i have and this might sound like a rant kennedy it, it, it'll sound like a rant because john moran Ja Morant. Excuse my French, but he is fucking up his bag right now. Honestly, he is. He's messing up his bag. Now, Grizzlies suspend Ja Morant after another gun video appears on social media. Now, Ja Morant was, submit, uh, was suspended by the Memphis Grizzlies on Sunday after he approached, excuse me, after he appeared to be holding a gun on another social media video that has streamed live on Instagram. Now, this, this is the second time, Kennedy, the second time in three months that Morant was seen on Instagram holding what appeared to be a weapon, right? It's, and they say it's appeared, but I mean, it's on there. He's been suspended before for this kind of thing. I'm not understanding the whole, I don't know. I guess I'm just different, Kennedy. I, I, I don't understand how you can really mess up your your bag by doing something. I think this is stupid. I really do. John Moran, if you're listening to our show, I think this is stupid. Because good basketball player. We love to see would we, we, we would love to see him perform, but now you're doing this and now you're getting suspended. Right? And a lot of people want to blame his friends. Honestly, I'm blaming John Morant. He's the adult in this situation. And honestly, in my opinion, you're getting influenced by your so-called friends that don't really care about you because if your friends cared about you, they would really have your best interest at heart. If this ain't your best interest at heart. Now, he's been seeing holding the weapon on Instagram. This is the uh, the first led to an eight-game NBA suspension. Eight games. Eight. Not one, not two, not three. Eight. Of course, this was handed down in March, costing Morant about $669,000 in salary. Over half a million dollars in salary that you're just not going to get because you did something super stupid like this. I say to a lot of athletes, because we all were athletes, right? Did a little bit of softball. Okay, I know you did baseball. We we all know now. No, we're not like in the in the, the league or nothing but we all know about being an athlete appearances is everything 
What you do on social media will follow you forever. That's why we have to be careful not to be doing a lot of things. Now, it's unclear that the sanctions Morant may be facing for the second video, which was widely shared on, on Sunday, by the way, Kennedy. An associate of Morant went live on Instagram while the all-star was in the front seat of the vehicle with another person, briefly appearing to display a handgun. It is unclear where and when the latest video was found, according by Fox Sports. Now, this was uh, an NBA spokesman, Mike Bass, of course. They, this, is, this is a quote, Kennedy. This is what he said. You know, we are aware of the social media posts involving John Morant and are in the process of gathering more information. That, that, for me, Kennedy, that tells me that they're trying to figure out how they're going to handle this situation. Right? I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if John Morant, because of this, this wildish behavior, John Morant is going to be kicked out of the NBA. He's going to be kicked out of the league. No matter how good you are, you do stuff, the dumb stuff like this and, and disrespect the NBA brand, you ain't going to play no more. Right? And being that he's such a celebrity, he'll probably take on acting if somebody will cast him in a movie, and an endorsement deal or something like that. But your main goal, your main sport, your money, your bag, you're messing it up. Now, the Grizzlies and Morant is suspended from all team activities pending league review. The gun video earlier this season happened when Morant went live on his own Instagram holding a gun at the club at the Denver, excuse me, in the Denver suburbs early March. After that went viral, Morant announced that he was taking time away to seek help. He does. He needs help. Right? I can't blame him too much because it might be a mental thing, right? Where we're all going through a mental state right now. Things are up. Gas is up. Groceries are expensive. I went to Kroger the other day and I damn near spent about $80 in groceries because it's just things got expensive nowadays so maybe he needs to seek help maybe he needs to step away from the game for a while without specifying what sort of treatment he was getting espn later reported that he was getting counseling in florida something the team eventually confirmed but did not share the other details now this was another quote kennedy this coming from the nba commissioner adam silver of course, Jaws' uh, conduct was irresponsible, reckless, and potentially very, very dangerous. It is also, uh, excuse me, it is also has serious consequences. Consequences, given his enormous following and influence, particularly among young fans who look up to him. Yeah, it's a, it's 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 going. It's it's not going his way. It really is not. Uh, this ain't looking good. This is not looking for good for Ja Morant. So far, uh, like I say, John Morant has to be the adult and seek help, right? I'm not saying he's super crazy. That's not what I'm saying here on our show, but he needs to seek help because number one, this is not okay. This is the kind of thing where you really have to watch yourself, right? You're in, I'm not doing the race car, Kennedy, but let's be honest. You're a black man working for this industry. You have to be careful. You really have to be careful about what you do on social media. Because if you're not watching what you're doing on social media, somebody's going to take it and spin it to get you to fail. And now you're half a million dollars out of your salary in an eight game suspension. I think he needs to seek help and I honestly think he needs some new friends. He needs friends that actually care about his career. 
Um, and I, maybe this is a venting thing for me, Kennedy. I just, I get really upset when you see good players, athletes screw it up because they want to go and be dumb and be so egotistical and ha look at me I'm on social media doing this I'm you know because John Morant I don't know you know I don't know his background you know but damn near trying to act like a gang member when we all know he's not right he's up so we're gonna follow this story guys but thank you for allowing me to get my rant off because this this is upsetting to me when I seen you broadcast journal before but boy, Simone, you getting in your bag right now. You pardon right now. No, but I, I understand. I, I really do understand. It, it, it sucks. It really does suck. Um, in this case of John Morant. Uh, <laughs> brother, John Morant, if you somehow listening to our show this morning, you know, we praying for you down here in Atlanta. We are. Because you down the street. You you upstate in, in Tennessee. So we neighbors. I'm just praying. You know, all, all prayers go to him. I, I, I hope... I, I hope that the league have mercy on his soul because that that's his bag he, he messing up with you know so yeah but speaking of bag and who's getting to the bag the super mario brothers movies getting to the bag uh i remember simone i went to go see this movie in theaters it's amazing now the super mario brother uh, brothers super mario brothers movie streamings release set for this week uh you know it's been launched in theaters the last month uh, but because of its digital platforms this week, the movie will be available for rental and purchase on May 16th. And Amazon pre-orders have already been open. Now, Amazon is jumping into the fray of it. Uh, smart. They know what they want. And I know a lot of people are going to rent this movie. A lot of people are going to rent it a lot. Now, a lot of people are probably going to bootleg it. I, I, hey, I say to a lot of people that bootleg and upload, be careful. I wouldn't do that. But some people do that. Now, this movie has passed $1 billion in sales, claiming the title is the highest grossing video game movie at all time. It beat out Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Because uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was the, the most, the highest grossing video game movie. And now Super Mario said, Nintendo said, Sega? Oh, no. Now, nah, we number one. Uh, like I say, this movie this movie's good. It really is good. I've seen it uh, in theaters. Yes, I gave them our money. Uh for a ticket you think about it though the pre-orders listed for $30 uh, regardless of the format U UHD HD and SD I only pay how much I pay $15 for a ticket I end up spending about 20 right because I wanted to get some snacks and stuff but you know you end up spending less going to the movie theaters to see this movie and now Amazon have it for $30 now not no harp on Amazon because they are a big partner of ours when it comes to our movies but some people are gonna gonna spend this money right that's what i said that amazon is smart they getting after it they are so smart they know exactly what they're doing because if they say this movie can raise one bill passing one billion dollars box office oh let's how much money you want to do for us to to, to lease your movie on, on our, our on our website thirty dollars okay we about to get in this bag Right, because there's a lot of kids that want to rewatch this movie. So Amazon's smart; they they know what, exactly what they're doing. Uh, you can pre-order your digital copy now on Amazon.com. Shout out to them. I'm always gonna shout out Amazon Prime Video. Uh, we have all of our movies there, so it, it's it's amazing. It really is amazing uh, for the business for the company. So we've got Addison a Aiden Hayden. Sorry, Addison. I, I had to burp. 
Addison Hayden is in the studio, and she's talking about Lil Weezy, Lil Wayne. What's the news on Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne cancels show mid-set following bizarre rant about young money artists. Lil Wayne has left a bad taste in the mouths of fans who attended the final date of his welcome to THA Carter tour after he cancelled the show mid-performance. On Saturday, May 13th, Weezy rolled into Los Angeles, California for a concert at the Wilton Theatre in Koreatown, and for anyone who couldn't make the show in person, it was being live-streamed for a $15 fee. Due to kickoff at 9 p.m. PDT, Lil Wayne didn't hit the stage until past 10 p.m., much to the disappointment of fans. At the Wilton Los Angeles Lil Wayne concert. Supposed to go on at 9 p.m. it's 10.10 now and no Lil Wayne. Where he at? One person tweeted. When he finally made it out, Wayne, who donned a Kobe Bryant L.A. Lakers jersey, complete with purple and gold baseball cap and icy sunglasses, kicked off his set with Mr. Carter, taken from his 2008 Grammy award-winning album, THA Carter 3. From there, the show seemed to go well for the New Orleans hot boy as he ran through his extensive catalogue, performing tracks like Fireman, Hustler Music, Drop the World, BMJ, Ah, uh, Let the Built Build, I'm Single, Love Me, Lollipop and more. He even brought out two chains for a performance of Duffelbag Boy. In the middle of his set, Wayne left the stage for a brief intermission and left it up to his young money artist Lil Twist, Yaj Kader, and Alan Kubos to entertain the crowd. However, just as Kubos was about to perform his second track, Wayne walked back on stage, grabbed the microphone and told his artist it was time they wrapped up the show as he didn't think they were getting enough love from the crowd. We appreciate it, but we ain't about to be bending over backwards for these folks. We work too hard for this shit. We work way too hard, Lil Wayne told Kubos before addressing the audience. This my motherfucking artist Alan, that was Twist, that was Yaj, we are young money. We appreciate your time, he said. Wayne then set the MIC down and signaled to his crew that it was time to go. Left confused, many fans thought Wayne would be back out on stage. But as they stood looking at each other for about 10 minutes, with some chanting wheezy, the lights came up and people were instructed to leave the venue. I'll never look at Lil Wayne the same after tonight. He really cancelled his concert mid-show BC the audience, I am the audience, sat down while he took a smoke and piss break, one fan tweeted, adding, refunds are in order. Lil Wayne is the most disrespectful rapper, a second fan tweeted. Yo how are you late 3 hours then do 30 minutes everyone was so supportive even though he had no energy. Then he calls out his fans and drops the MIC and leaves. The Audacity L. SMDH. Another added, went to the Lil Wayne concert tonight. We waited three hours for him. Then it was lit it was cool then he brought out some of his new artists along with Lil Twist they was whack. Wayne got mad and cancelled the show. I'm still in disbelief like he really did that. SMH. One fan went as far as to say they would never go to another Lil Wayne show again based upon the poor experience they had at the Wilton. I will never go to another Lil Wayne concert again, after he arrived 3.5 hours late then performed for 30 had intermission, 
put his new artist to perform, then came out and cancelled the rest of the concert because the crowd wasn't hype enough for his new artist, they tweeted. While one Weezer follower took solace in the fact they got to see him perform, Duffelbag Boy, alongside 2 Chains, others called out the New Orleans rapper over the Young Money roster he got upset over. This is the dude Lil Wayne cancelled his LA show over, one person wrote, sharing a screenshot of Alan Kubo's Spotify page. A dude with less monthly listeners than there were people in the room. Embarrassing. At the hashtag Lil Wayne concert in LA. This MF mad cause nobody fucked with Lil Twist at refused to continue. Brew was three hours late, another tweeted. A third fan added, Dear Lil Wayne, I'm sorry I didn't know your artist's lyrics word for word bar for bar at your LA show tonight, but come on man how am I supposed to know this? This isn't the first time Lil Wayne has upset fans during his welcome to the Carter tour. Last month, Wheezy abruptly pulled out of his Atlanta show just a few hours before he planned to take the stage. Wayne's team shared the news via the New Orleans rapper's Instagram story writing, due to unforeseen circumstances, we have to reschedule the Atlanta show tomorrow. I wonder how, for cancellation for a lot of artists, how many, you know, how many um, slack that people are going to get, how many backlash people are going to get. Right, because you've had, you know, artists cancel shows as of late, not a whole lot, but they cancel shows as of late. The, the biggest cancellation that I can relate to in news is, is Frank Ocean over at Coachella. Frank Ocean, I don't know why he canceled Coachella, because that's, that's, that's the bag right there. But, uh, very, very interesting. I wonder if Lil Wayne, Lil Weezy, I wonder is he going to have some backlash when it comes down to this? Um, it's, you know... It's, it's very interesting because now this is festival season, right? The spring, summertime, we're, we're in festival season, right? Beyonce is coming to Atlanta, I want to say in July, one of those months. And you can only imagine how much the tickets are. Me and my girls, they asked, hey, we, we trying to go see Beyonce? We trying to go see Queen Bee? And I said, I don't know, because looking at them prices, I don't know. We, we'll, 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 we'll look at them. We'll, we'll, we'll. We'll crunch the numbers and see what's going on, but uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to see Queen Bee because the prices are up there. They they up. Rightfully so, though, because she's going to make a billion dollars. It's been said, Kennedy, that they're going to make, she's going to make about $2 billion in sales from her tour. On record. Already. Already projected. So you can only imagine, you know, the, the traffic in Atlanta, right? But you can only imagine. How far things are gonna go when it comes down to Beyonce's uh, tour? We got 50 Cent coming on tours too, so hopefully he doesn't cancel any dates. But yeah, that's what's going on in that. Up next, we've got our our main man, Arthur Brooks. He's talking about the latest in sports news. Arthur, what's going on? College football's summer of realignment, Stetson Bennett's eternal enrollment, and how valuable is Notre Dame's brand? Dan Wetzel and SI's Pat Ford and Ross Dellinger discuss the possibilities of yet another summer that could include massive conference realignments in college football. The first domino hasn't dropped yet this summer in college football, but as we near a new Pac-12 television deal, it could happen soon. The Big 12 is patiently waiting to see if Pac-12 Commissioner George Klyovkov can secure a deal that is strong enough to keep the conference together. 
There are many lucrative schools that could follow the path of USC and UCLA given a bad deal. The guys debate as to whether or not another realignment is happening soon. Dan feels that the 12-team playoff could cure the woes of the Pac-12 and Big 12, but the conferences are in a feeding frenzy. The annual ACC meetings are taking place this week. A tense environment will likely take place as top teams like Clemson and Florida State are not happy with their share of the conference's earnings. Notre Dame has reached the end of their apparel contract with Under Armour, which leads the podcast to wonder which company will become the next Notre Dame affiliate. Additionally, the topic brings a question of how valuable the Notre Dame brand is compared to other major institutions within the country. Former Georgia quarterback Stetson Bennett is back in the news with a new report that after six years of college, he did not graduate with a degree. Truly a magnificent feat for the Los Angeles Rams rookie QB. Lastly, in news of the weird, a Dunkin' Donuts robber pulled an odd move and the Lake Erie fishermen cheaters faced the scales of justice. Yeah, we gon' we gonna keep that up in news and see how far that goes for sure. So that's gonna wrap it up here on our show here today, the KLP Aftermath Season 6, May 16th. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this one as much as I did. Simone, it's always a pleasure. You were potting today. We heard you. You were potting today. You 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 gave your all in this one. You really you really got your your feel, feelings with with John Morant, but I I understand that I really really do. Um, so that's gonna wrap it up here, ladies and gentlemen. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe if you're listening uh, to the podcast on our radio uh, YouTube channel. Sorry, KLP Entertainment, and if you're listening on our radio platforms, I Heard Media, I Heard Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audacity, Stitcher. Google Podcasts, and so much more. Uh, share with your friends, letting you guys know we were live this morning. Thank you. Uh, guys, have a wonderful and blessed rest of your day. Stay safe out there because it's getting hot, and they out there. The boys are out, so be careful. And until next time, until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, I've been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas, KLP Aftermath Season 6. Stay safe, stay swanky, peace. Peace.